You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's your turn to cause trouble. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. John Heyman that threw this town into a tizzy. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, we did talk about it at the start, but it was mostly about Aaron Judge and what he's going to be doing, making the decision as we sit here and wait and wait and wait after that report that Heyman put out and then retracted it, which I don't know how that's possible. But anyway, it was. We all thought Judge was leaving for about five minutes. Turns out he wasn't. And now we're awaiting a decision on Judge. But basically, the point was, when we started the show, the Yankees put themselves in this predicament. And there's no way it should have ever gotten to this point. This is the New York Yankees. You can't be messing around letting your best players hit the open market. And now, after playing with fire and doing so, now they may get burnt. Now, we don't know. And I still, deep down, won't believe it until I see it with Judge actually leaving the Yankees for the Giants. And look, the Time Magazine article comes out, Judge on the cover, the 2022 Time uh, Athlete of the Year, blah, 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 blah. Talks about being bothered that Cashman leaked the amount that the Yankees offered him before the year, trying to make him look bad. The the insulting $213 million. Judge, I got you, bro. Uh, maybe the other media members got sucked in and started blaming you. I said it from day one. That all, That was a disrespectful offer. Anybody in the know, and I know a lot of fans, so he's going to take that money. Oh, he wants to be a Yankee. No, he doesn't. I told you, just like I told you DeGrom was leaving, I told you Aaron Judge was being disrespected with that offer. And he was bothered not only with the offer, but the idea that Cashman leaked it. Cashman and the Yankees thought they were getting a, a, a good deal with Judge at 213. If they really wanted to prevent him from hitting the open market, they should have given him 300 He would have probably taken it then. Now, guess what? Now they're going to have to pay even more. It was 300 Now it's going to be 360 Maybe. Might be more than that. But 360 is the offer that the Giants have on the table for Judge. So you know that the Yankees and their 213 the Yankees and their 300 that's not going to cut it. But now we wait to see. And Judge also talked about in that Time Magazine how, you know, he said he was going to marry his high school sweetheart, which he did. Oh, isn't that special? And then talked about how he'd one day play for the Giants. Uh-oh. Well, that one day might be next year. Might not, but it might be. And until then, we'll wait. We'll wait and wait. And wait some more. Judge, Nimmo, Rodon, still some big names. Ben Attendi, obviously a guy that the Yankees have interest in. We'll see. All these hot stove, you know, the winter meeting, gathering, causing some chaos. Jamison Tyon off the board. You heard Marco say it. He goes to the Cubs. Thank goodness. I didn't want the Mets uh, to be in on him as as they were rumored to be interested in him. I didn't want the Mets to get 
Tyon. Yankees obviously letting him go. So Tyon now going to Chicago. Yanks looking at Rodon in that rotation. I think with or without Aaron Judge, they're looking at Carlos Rodon, but clearly waiting on Judge. And maybe the scariest thing of all with Judge, Yankees have no idea. Imagine that. The team that drafted him, the team that he's been with for years, his manager, his general manager, they have no idea what the hell is going on. Boone's calling Cash. What happened? Cash saying nothing. I don't know. Not only do they not know about the reports of him signing elsewhere, but don't know if he's traveling to San Diego. They haven't heard from him. They don't know what's going on. Judge is in control, and he's making the Yankees sweat. Oh, man. What a feeling that must be. It's got to be a great feeling regardless, but especially after they gave you that low ball offer and then you go out there and have an MVP year, he is on top of the world right now. Take it all in, big fella. Enjoy it. Making the mighty, powerful New York Yankees sweat. You know they're tight. Aaron Boone admitted, saying it was an uncomfortable hour. Ooh, you know the Yankees are sweating this one. That's what they get. At the very least, that's what they get. Now, they may get lucky playing with fire, and Judge may come back to them and give them another chance, and they better make sure they don't ever put themselves in this spot again. But he may not give them another chance. And if they get burned, it's going to get real ugly around here real quick. 877-337-6666. 877-337-6666. Jimmy is in Jersey City. What's up, Jimmy? Hello, my man, Sal. How you been, buddy? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm being thoroughly entertained by these Yankee fans the last few days listening to all this stuff, that, how upsetting they're getting. Sal, I told you about a month ago. Rizzo's number one key was Rizzo's here. That means Judge is going to be here. That's his best buddy. If he was going to San, San Fran, he would have took Rizzo with him. He would have told him, listen, you want me? Rizzo comes with me. He's staying here. Yeah, um, I think you. I think people put too much on that. I told you, he saying, said. He said this place is playing in Yankee Stadium is like playing is like being in heaven. The greatest fans in the world. I got my own out my own right field porch there with all my fans. I won't find that nowhere else. He's staying here, and if he don't stay here, Yankee fans, listen. I'm, I'm Yankee fan. Fifty years. Don Manley, Jeter, Bernie Wayne. When they all left, Tito Martinez, Jorge Posada. We still went to the playoffs. We still found a way. The Yankees still build a team to get to the playoffs. So if he does leave, it's no biggie, Sal. Because you know, if he does leave, we go out, we go get Rodon, we trade for the kid Reynolds, and we get Cabrera. Then there goes your home run production with Cabrera, with uh, Correa and uh, Reynolds. That's fifty home runs from those two guys. That Where are you putting Correa? Correa is going to be second base. Oh, okay. Yeah, you sure he wants to trade and Clay, well, Trey Glaber Torres? And what are you doing with Volpe? Volpe? Yeah. Uh, if he comes out, well, he's got to still get through the spring training. We don't know what he's got yet. Yeah. Well, Volpe. I mean, they've been talking about Volpe for years. Like, he's going to play second base. He's going to be the stud. Obviously, Peraz is going to be the shortstop. I mean, look, I, I, I think anything, if Judge doesn't come back, anything is possible. But you seem awfully confident for a team that's on the verge of losing the American League MVP. Sal, they're not losing. I mean, you know, like I said, if they, if they do, they do. I told you this. My, right. I told you my feelings. I'm not. Listen, we, the Yankees move on. Move on. This, this is year 2020. I've been the Yankees since 1975. 
it just keeps going on. They keep building, they keep building. They, get, they, they win, they lose, they win, they lose, whatever. But he's not going nowhere. Rizzo was the first time. Come on, man. He's, well, why hasn't Joe signed yet? Why hasn't he signed back yet? He's, like you just said before, you didn't know that he's making them sweat. You guys dogged me in the beginning with that stupid offer. Now I'm going to make you sweat a little. They all know what's going on. Like the, the, like the Yankees operation. They're making Yankee fans sweat too, but put that uh, uh, we you want, Do you want Judge years. back? You want Judge back or no? Sal, he's been here five years. I told you, my he would, we didn't win anything with him yet. Five years. So, do you he want him or no? Well, yeah, it's a yes or no. I, it's a simple I question. Say, I, I, I say no. Okay, I, you, know, you gotta build a new regime. I, I would love to see Reynolds, uh, Correa, Rodon, and you got the kid Cabrera in left field. Mm-hmm. You got a new team there. Now you got a new team, a new beginning, and see how it goes. Yeah. And now Aaron Boone gets a new team to start with. I will say that I don't think, and thank you for the call, Jimmy. As always, I don't think that it's over for the Yankees. Now, look, it's there's going to be hell to pay. I mean, you don't lose a player like Aaron Judge and just pay. Most people are not going to be like Jimmy. Oh, you lose Aaron Judge, fine, fine, go out and get this guy and get that guy. There is no replacement for Aaron Judge. You think Brian Reynolds from the Pirates is going to be a replacement for Aaron Judge? I like the idea of Correa. I don't like the idea of playing him at second. I'd rather have him at third, which I guess is possible for the Yankees, too. Look, they'll figure something out. They're the Yankees. They better. However, it won't be so easy to recover from losing Aaron Judge. And the embarrassment from the organization by losing their best player in the fashion that they did. Because they ticked him off. Because they let it get to this point. If he leaves them, you know, remember too, the fans are already angry. They already want Cashman fired. They already want Boone fired. They're already upset with Hal. If they lose Judge, which they might be on the verge of doing, I mean, at the very least, regardless of what reports you believe, it does feel like it's 50-50. And use a little common sense. This has gone on now a while here. There was a report by a reputable source with John Amon saying that Judge chose San Fran. That didn't come from nowhere. Heyman obviously heard that from somebody somewhere. Jumped the gun, yes, but it came from somewhere who I'd hope he trusted. Otherwise, you don't do that. Now, he retracted it. You can't really do that. I mean, once the, the cat's out of the bag... Or the, what's the saying? I don't know. But once whatever's out of the bag, you can't put it back in. Once that report's out there, it's out there. Once something's wet, it's wet. You can't bring it back. We all reacted to it. It happened. Anyway, it had to come from somewhere. So there's at the very least smoke there. So I I think it's fair to say that they're on the verge of, of possibly losing Aaron Judge. And that's a problem. Val is in the Bronx. What's up, Val? Good morning, sir. How you doing, sir? Good. What's on your mind today, Val? And I, I don't know how to feel, sir. I'm feeling like it is that 50-50 prospect, like you said. But I'm kind of like stuck in between now because, you know, I don't know if you remember, but we spoke a, a, a little while ago. And I told you, you know, everything was quiet. And this was before DeGrom signed. And clearly, Judge hasn't yet. But it was like everything was on hold until them two names came off the board, and I felt like everything was going to happen after. The problem I have now, though, is that if it is, in fact, a 50-50 prospect and I don't get my guy, 
I don't know that there's room for me to pivot now because people are starting to come off the table, and it's like, well, who what's my want, next move? Like, am I who, am who, I punting who, next year? Who would you? No, 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 no. You never punt if you're the Yankees. I mean, unless Todd Bowles is your coach. You, yeah, you nah, we who, can't who's do the it. guy? That's my point. Who's the guy that you want that's off the board to pivot to? Who's the guy that you want the carry? Turner one is going already. Right. Okay, that's one. But I mean, you know, the Turner wanted to play shortstop. Yankees are not going to sign him to play short because they have Peraza. But anyway. Outside of him, is there anybody else that's off the board that you would have pivoted to? I mean, Josh Bell just went today. It's just like, you know, the fact it's not necessarily that the people I want are gone yet. Well, the point is not many people, this- not many people have come off the board. That's the bigger point. There's still some big bad. Trey Turner is the one big one, but the Yankees weren't getting him. He wants to play shortstop. That's obvious by him going to Philadelphia. But, but the point I'm trying to make though is that the activity that I thought wasn't going to be there clearly is there. Other teams are looking at their guys. They are trying to make moves to get people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel a little bit good about Judge because the fact that Heyman had to retract that makes me think that we did, in fact, get, like I told you, that that, that last voice that maybe, because even Cashman said that we're in active negotiations, so maybe it is a question of, like, you know, him actually being in contact with Judge's people and when they get something, you know, we get a chance to say something back. But it is still a 50-50 prospect, and, and now I'm worried about what happens if he does go. Well, Cashman also move? said they also said there was no guarantee from Judge's side that they were going to go back to the Yankees. Look, if you look at it at face value, the stuff in Time Magazine, the actions, the words, all of it points to Judge going to San Francisco. That's just, if you look at the facts and take your emotions out of there, the fact the Yankees have no idea what the hell's going on with Judge. You know, the Giants, you could understand if they don't have an idea because they don't know him. He is and was a Yankee. Like, they should have an idea of if he's going to the winter meetings or not. They should have an idea of where they're at, and they don't. Add that up with all the other little things. It's pointing toward him leaving, but still, I don't, I don't believe it. My gut still feels like he's not going. And I'm with you. I'm right exactly where you are, but the... the, the, the... If he leaves us starting to turn and, like, you know, pulling my strings, and I'm like, yo, I'm starting to get shaky. Mm. And, you know, the thing about it is, too, I feel like if they if that happens, both of them are going to regret it. Both of them are going to well, regret it. I don't know how you – I, I don't know how Judge, Val, and thank you for the call. I don't know how – now, I get why you're saying it, and maybe that's a part of me that feels like, how the hell is he really going to leave New York and leave the Yankees? That, that, it just doesn't happen. He's really going to do that? I don't care if it's going home or not. And by the way, do you really want to go home? Get me the hell away from home. What's the furthest place I could go from home? Get me there. Anyway, even if it means going home, you're going to be leaving the Yankees. I'm not, I, I just I can't believe that that's going to be the case. However... If he were to go there, you think Judge is going to have regrets about taking a $360 million contract or maybe more? I don't think so. I mean, what's the worst that could happen in that scenario? The Giants aren't a great ball club year in, year out. Okay. I mean, you know, the Giants don't win a World Series. Maybe the only way he has regret would be if he never wins a World Series, but the Yankees do. That may be one 
way where Judge might have some regret. But I don't I don't even know if that would be the case. You make that decision, you're getting $360 million guaranteed. You're going home to play for your hometown team and the Giants. You're having fun playing baseball. I mean, come on, man. Like, as much crap as I've been given to Grom, because I'm hurt. Hurt people hurt people. Screw you. You took a you went to a loser 68-win team. You think DeGrom would have any regrets if the Rangers finished in last each of the next five years? Which, by the way, could happen. I don't think he will. I don't think he cares about that. We look at it differently than they do. I know you don't want to hear it. I know we don't want to believe it. It's the reality. It's their job. Of course, you'd rather win than lose. Some guys care more than others. Some guys don't care at all. Some guys make it everything. Some guys are just like, eh, whatever it happens, it happens. If not, it's still cool. I'm going home to my $10 million home with my great family and doing whatever it is that you're doing in the offseason, traveling the world, living life, worry-free. I don't think ultimately it's like, oh, man. I wish I would have went to the Mets and made a wild card appearance. Or in Judge's case, oh, man, would have been nice to win the AL East again instead of finishing third and being in the wild card spot with the Giants, whatever it may be. And you're talking about $360 million? No freaking way are there regrets there. Ray is in Waterbury. What's up, Ray? Hi, Ray. Ray? All right, Ray's gone. Stewart is calling from Brooklyn. Stewart? Good morning. How are you? Did you hear the news from Heyman? Did you get a chance to react live to it? I want to know where you were at when you heard that news. I didn't hear it, but from uh, what I'm hearing from you guys. Well, you weren't. Come on. I thought you listened to Cardin Roberts every day. You weren't listening to them break it? No, I didn't. Uh. I didn't catch that. Hey, did you see Evan's elbow today? Mm. I heard it was bad. I didn't catch his elbow. Yeah, it's better off. Sal, Sal, I told you last week, nine three seventy five. Mm-hmm. That gets it done. End of story. If they don't do that, then we say, uh, we'll, then we should go to the Bronx and nuke that damn, nuke that place, man, because they're <laughs> well, ridiculous. Stewart, you can't do that. And now Sal, you're promoting they're violence. Stupid. They're ignorant. Yeah, well, you can't... They don't realize you, what they have. You can't burn they, down they, the building. They, I mean, come well, on. Well, you, you want to know something, Sal? The, 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 this idiot is acting so stupid. Whoa. He looks like a from first of all. Second of all, he, ha- he I don't know if he has a brain. Who are we talking about, Brian Cashman? No, he has no brains. Neither is Boom, but I'm talking about Hal. Oh, Hal. Hal no okay, brains. I'm so sorry. I didn't know. You said it looks like a frump. I wasn't he can't, think, he can't think yeah. for himself. The no brains didn't give it away either. That wasn't. You got to give me more clues than that to pick between. Well, yeah, I wasn't well, sure if you were talking well, about well, Boone, Hal, or Cashman. Yeah, I mean, well, I, they don't. Between the two of them, they have an IQ of minus fifty. You got to specify. Yeah. Well, but between the two of them, they have an IQ of minus fifty. Right. No, I okay. got it. Simple. <laughs> so, so it's it's getting to be really, really, really annoying and really stupid. Why can't they just go? Go get it done. Do you have you have a cell phone that can video, like you can make videos, right? You know how to like FaceTime or or record a video on your own? Do you know how to do that? I know how to do that. Okay. 
Can you please do that? The moment I want to get your instant reaction. I want you, when you hear where Judge signs, like tomorrow if it comes out that Aaron Judge is signed with the San Francisco Giants, I want you immediately, do not pass go, nothing, directly to the phone, put on your camera, record a video of everything that's in your body. I want it out on the video, and then send it to me, okay? Can you do no, that? No, you don't want to know what? <laughs> there won't be a clean word there. But that's okay. I'm not going to play it on the radio necessarily. Uh, there won't, there will not, it will be totally enraged. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I want to see I mean, that will, be, that will be on a scale of 1 to 10. Hmm. A 50. Yeah, no, it's it's not going to be pretty, but that's what I want. No, but that's going to be an implosion of total, total, total <sighs> disgust and total... I, that, that would be ridiculous. Come on. That, from what I Googled this morning, and yes, I can Google, they are saying he's going to sign with the Yankees. They're saying that he's going to sign with the Yankees. A nine-year contract is imminent. Who's saying that? I Googled it. No. Where? Just I, now? I, Are you breaking news? Ten minutes ago. Who said that? On Google. I Googled no, I'm it. I'm checking MLB right Insider. MLB Insider. Oh, what's his name? They, they didn't give names. Oh, All I, mean, I saw, I saw... Well, your Google's broken, said, I think. No, it ain't broken. No, your Google's broken. It. What'd you Google? Tell me exactly. I'm putting it in. I put it in. Hey, what, what's what's what, the what's what, the second? What is, this, what is the status of Aaron Judge's contract? Okay, Aaron Judge contract. contract. What is the status and how? And who, right, the who, first who, thing and, the first thing that comes up is Judge rumors. Uh, the Giants offer a contract around three hundred sixty million. Well, the, Yankees, that, that I didn't know. The three sixty. Yanks still okay. I didn't know about the three sixty. Judge says he was upset by the Yankees publicly. Nowhere am I seeing that Judge get it signed for nine years. By the way, Stewart. Uh, yeah, my, maybe it's an old report that you saw. How many months ago or days ago does about it say? 20 minutes ago. Yeah, I'm not buying it. Also, what's the second thing in your search history? Like, what's the last thing you Googled before that judge thing? Mm, what's the gas price on 650 Hillside Avenue? <laughs> New Hyde Park. What's the one before that? Uh, the one before that? Yeah. Only it's like 850cc. Oh, okay. I don't know what and that you is. And now it's that car cost? No, what? 3.65 million. Whoa, what are you doing looking that up? Well, just have a little fun. Oh, I thought we'd be getting a, you know, Riri or Kate Upton. That's what I was getting at. Oh, and I also looked at a Lamborghini Countach 2023. Lamborghini or Riri? Countach. Lamborghini? Lamborghini Countach. Lamborghini Countach or Riri? <laughs> what? You heard me. Different subjects. Uh, but it's still, I mean, one or the other. Come on. Really? Really? Yeah, of course, Stuart. You're making the right call. And thank you for the call. Yeah, what is he talking about, Fleeks? His Google is busted. And, you know, he actually got me to go search. Like, oh, was there anything like in the last idiot. five minutes? And, of course, there wasn't. Yeah, come on. Saying 20 minutes ago. What world is Stuart living in? You think, oh, he's probably late to it. I wonder if Stuart heard Boone today. By the way, how about the idea that he knew, and I was just taking a, a shot in the dark there, about him knowing his Google history. <laughs> Wait, they tracked that? He knew right away. Boom, 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 rattling off things. But this time we got the cars instead of, you know, 
what I expected to hear from him. Your official station to talk Yankees. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Sal kind of back on the fan. Thanks to Chris Raggy, of course. You know him. CBS anchor, head anchor, terrific looking guy. I'm very jealous of his hair. I'm not really jealous of other guys, but his hair is top notch. Anyway, Chris Raggy checking in. Remember before I was saying that, you know, Heyman, once he tweets that out, you can't put the cat back in the bag, and I didn't really know the saying. Uh, he hit me with the genie out of the bottle, and that is definitely one of them. The you can't you know, can't put the genie back in the bottle. Once that thing's out, you can't put it back in. That's like that report. The other one that I was thinking of was the can of worms. But I guess that's different too, right? Because you can't, you, you don't want to open that can of worms. That's the saying. But they're it's not all like, like in similar veins, right? But the genie specifically can't put that genie back in the bottle. No, the genie's out of the bottle. I don't know. I don't know phrases. But anyway, thanks to Chris, I appreciate him checking in. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Let's try Ray and Waterbury again. Ray, you there? Hi, hi, Sal. How are you, Ray? Oh, good, Sal. How are you? Good. What's good. on your mind about about the mess, Sal? Whether they bring back Nimmo or not, they need power. And to me, there's three spots you put power. Left field, Canna can't play then. But regardless, you know, you got to replace him with power. Oh, he could be a fourth outfielder. And by the way, Canna is very similar offensively to Brandon Nimmo. So you kind of have a maybe a little less than version of Nimmo anyway with Mark Canna. And you can make him a fourth outfielder, play a little center if need be, and can play the corners. Right. You know they're not going to make a big splash because they're going to spend their money on pitching. The thing is, then you're going to bring – I'd bring in an Adam Duvall or – Fleeds brought him up before off the air, Adam Duvall. Maybe not yeah. a bad option because he's got some power. Right. Adam Duvall. Maybe he might have to go back to Brandon Drury and hope he does what he did with Cincinnati, you know. But you yeah. can't come back with this kind of power that you had last year. Yeah. I mean, they'll find power – I hope they find power somewhere, but there are only – a couple of spots where you could put it, right? I mean, they right. need, they they left field would be one, and the DH spot would be another. I mean, that's it. Where else are you putting it? Right. You can't count on Batty, Beatty and Alvarez to hit. Now, if they hit, you're going to get some power. Yeah, but but, I, but not you're, not you're that. Now team. No, you may get some power. The type of power that could lengthen out your lineup. I'm talking about impact, game changing bat. That is what they are in need of. Marte is a terrific player and an all-star, but he's not, I mean, he, I, I, I don't want to disrespect him, but I'm looking at a big three in that lineup. Marte, to right. me, is not, he, he's on the fringe. He's like the fourth guy, but you got Alonzo, Lindor, Marte, and I need that impact bat, power bat, pure power hitter that's going to drive in a bunch of runs and protect Alonzo in that lineup. That's what I want, and I don't think that that's going to be either Beatty or Alvarez, at least for now. Now, maybe Alvarez projects as that guy. I, I don't know, but you know, I doubt that the Mets are going to go out and find that guy unless it's Shohei Otani in season. I don't know if that guy is there right now for the Mets because, you know, they're not going to get Aaron Judge. Right. I think definitely Canna's got to be replaced. That's what, that's what the Right now, that's the opening, the, the upgrade, you know? Let him be the fourth outfielder. Well, but you don't – and you're bringing back Nimmo or no? Well, even if you bring back Nimmo, I think you got to do it. But if you bring back Kiermaier, you definitely got to find somebody in left field. Well, that's exactly. And thank you for the call, Ray. And I'm not opposed to Kiermaier in place of Brandon Nimmo, but you got to find a big bat. 
Is Adam Duvall that guy? I mean, maybe. I don't know. Any of these guys that we're naming, even Mitch Hanniger, who I would have liked, and, and is now, you know, he signed with the Giants, so he's off the board. None of those guys are the guy that I'm talking about. And that's the problem with the Mets lineup. That was their problem last year. They only had, you know, McNeil is a terrific offensive player, obviously, but no power. I'm talking about power. Canna and Nimmo, similar offensive players, on-base guys, work account guys, can hit some homers, but they're not power guys. You combine the two, then yeah, you have a 25 home run, 30 home run player. But between the two of them, you're not, you, you want one guy that could do that. Neither of them are impact power bats. So now you have, and by the way, Marte can be a power bat, but he's still not that type of power bat. 30 home run guy. That, you know, a guy like Michael Conforto on his best day could be, or in his best year could be, or at least should have been, but never was. Anyway, look at all the different spots. Then you have Nimmo in center, Canna in left, McNeil at second. You're not getting power from any of those spots. Catcher's spot was a black hole. DH, a black hole. Third base, you're getting a little power from Escobar and Beatty. But that's quality power, not impact, game-changing power. Where's that impact, game-changing power coming from? The most blatant, obvious spot would be DH. And instead, the Mets seem to be the one team that screw that up. How can you find a DH that get it? It's like the it's, it should be the easiest thing possible. All you have to do is find a guy who can rake. That's it. They don't have to run, hit, excuse me, they don't have to run, feel, you don't have to do anything. Just mash. And they find the one guy who looks like he can hit 40 home runs, but doesn't. They found the one guy with a power body with a weak bat in Daniel Vogelback. He's got the power body. The guy's a singles hitter who's looking for a walk. Who can't run. Think about that. He's a guy who gets on base. That clogs up the base paths when he's on the base. He should be hitting home runs. So that's another problem. Nemo, Canna, Vogelback. Any of those spots can be or should be replaced with power. Mel is calling from Union Beach. What's up, Mel? Hey, Sal. How are you, man? How are you, Mel? Good, good enough, there. Sal, if he walks, if he leaves, you got to just, you're going to have to, I don't know how I feel about it. I'm torn if he leaves or not, how to feel. But why can't you replace his power with, say, sign, sign Dandy Swanson or someone like that? You get more power from your shortstop that, what did we have last year, six home runs? Well, because they want, trade, I mean, they're saying Peraza's the guy. If you're going to do that, okay. I'd, I'd rather just go get Correa and then maybe trade Peraza. But I feel like the Yankees believe Peraza is their shortstop. Okay, so, so then why not trade Volpe for a Brian Reynolds type who hits 25 to 30 home runs and is a different type? You know, build your team a little different because it's not working anyway, Sal. Correct. You know I'm saying? You're doing the same thing over and over anyway. Correct. And so maybe they will. Back, maybe they maybe they will trade for him. You know what I'm saying? I feel as though we're the same exact team again. So now what happens? We hope again. We hope it changes. And I'm not blaming Judge, but he is a little part of the problem in the playoffs. He doesn't produce. Any anybody as he does in the regular season. Anybody that doesn't 
do what they do in the regular season in the playoffs is part of the problem. Now, I, I agree. I, that doesn't mean I would boo Aaron Judge. I mean, I thought that that no, was no, ridiculous. No, no, no. I don't boo. I, I don't care about that. That to me. Well, I mean, I, booing's I fun. You they should try it sometime. Yeah, yeah, I know. But they booed Jeter. They booed. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. We're making a big deal about him being booed. Okay, I get it. He had 62 home runs. It was great. But whatever. I, I don't care about the boo. I'm just saying we're doing the same thing every year. So now for nine years, we'll be locked into this same model that we're doing. That hasn't worked since '09. Yeah, but it's not just him. He's the best no, no, of I the. He's the best of the bunch doing it. So I would look to I bring agree. him back for many reasons, more than just the power that he oh, provides. Me too. Yeah, I mean, all no, you know, the face of the not. face of the franchise, leader of the team. Uh, you know, hits for average, plays great defense, hits with power. Obviously, one of the best players in the game. All of the above. Like you, you don't. Aaron Judge does not make your team worse. You don't lose a guy like no, Aaron no. Judge. But you're yeah. right. It would force their hand to build the team differently, which they should be doing on their own anyway. I, and I agree, but I don't know how you do it, Sal. You know what I'm saying? Like, If you lock him into this, it's 40 million for nine years. Say whatever, whatever the contract ends up being. Mm-hmm. You still got Stanton on this. Unless you can deal Stanton to a West Coast. That's what I would Dodgers, do. I would try that too, but you know that's again we're hoping that could happen. This is the only thing that, for as bad as it would seem, could maybe change. And I'm not saying for the better. I don't know. You know, by, by the way, the they every year they probably could trade Stanton. You know, who Stanton be a great fit with the Mets, the Dodgers. Yeah, I, I mean the Mets need power yeah. desperately. Yeah, and I don't love staying a player, but and part of the reason why I don't love him, Mel, and thank you for the call, is because they didn't need that type of player. To your point, that was the first time things went sideways. The Yankees had a great year in 2017. Out of nowhere, they go to Game Seven of the ALCS where they were supposed to be rebuilding, and they had a nice team working there. Cashman went out and got sucked into the big star, John Carlos Stanton, even though it was a redundant player. He was the same thing as Judge, a big, powerful right-handed bat. And Stanton was expensive at that and also had limitations in the field, not to mention the injuries history. I just wouldn't have done that move. Not saying Stanton's a bad player. I don't think he was a good fit for this Yankee team. And he's prevented them from making other moves, whether it be Manny Machado, Bryce Harper, teams that could have made players that could have made this team better and different. Anyway, Stanton would be a perfect fit with the Mets. But unless the Yankees are just looking to shed salary, which by the way wouldn't be a bad idea, if it means you know they could go get other a, a different player to balance a team in a different way. Other than that, I don't see how there's a fit there. But that would be the the perfect move for the Mets. And for the Yankees, if they keep Stanton, like, fine, I get it. Oh, how would you trade Stanton? How is that going to make you better? They, They need to be different as well. And even though Stanton had that postseason run a couple years ago, he still overall has been more of a problem for this team. Sometimes when you're looking to figure out what the issue is, you got to look deep. That's why I look at Nimmo, right? And 
on the surface with Brandon Nemo for the Mets, you'd look at it and say, well, he's not part of the problem. But if you actually think about it, he kind of is. Not because he's not a good enough player, but because they need a different type of player, a different type of offensive player. And if they pay Nimmo big money, let's say 150 and lock him in, that's going to prevent them, or at least we expect, that's going to prevent them from going out there and getting a legitimate power bat, which is something they need. You can't have Nimmo and Canna. You want one or the other. Or at the very least, get a real DH, and then maybe you could live with it. Similar but different with the Yankees, where you know you look at John Carlson and on the surface, yeah, went healthy, he rakes and whatever, but take a deeper look. He's part of the problem. A, the structure of the team. B, the fact that he clogs up the DH spot. C, the fact that he's not a guy who's going to play in the field at all. There are limitations there. It just it, it hamstrings you. D, he's always banged up. Great attitude, accountable, power like nobody else. But there are more negatives there. And those guys are taking up spots that could potentially go to somebody that might be able to fit the team better. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Be the bull. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. On the fan, going on 5 a.m. The warm-up show with Al and Jerry. Your calls until then. Catch up on anything you might have missed while you're sleeping in a little bit. And by the way, in case you missed anything while, in fact, you were sleeping, check it all out on the free Odyssey app. 877-337-6666. It's been all Aaron Judge. It's been all hot stove. Baseball, free agency, winter meetings as we await. I mean, that's what it's going to be. It's basically Judge Watch. It was that anyway. And then Heyman comes out with that, you know, fake report or whatever, or, you know, early tweet, whatever you want to call it. Uh, then he had to retract, of course. <laughs> How embarrassing. Good thing I'm blocked on Twitter from him, by the way. I didn't even see it. There are advantages to being blocked by John Heyman. That's one of them. I was at SNY, of course. We were in the newsroom, so everybody was having it. And, you know, we I knew about it. What a terrible, I mean, that, that is a... How do you recover from that one? You thought I mean you thought the Annalise proclamation was bad. That's way worse. Sometimes it pays to be wrong on certain things, or it it could go further than being right. Not in this case. 
That's a bad one. As long as Judge does sign with San Francisco, I think Hammond will be okay. But if he doesn't, ooh, that's one. I don't know if you could live down. Anyway, we were looking at the Judge watch regardless. But then once that tweet comes out, now it's like everybody's antsy. Everybody is on high alert and waiting around all night, all morning long, thinking that something's going to happen soon. Because usually that type of report leads to something. something. It means something's imminent. So now we're all just basically, I, I can't move on. I can't move on with my life. What am I doing this weekend? I don't know. I'm waiting on Aaron Judge. Imagine how the Yankees feel. Hector is calling from the Bronx. What's up, Hector? Hey, Sal, how are you doing tonight, man? How are you, um, Hector? I'm all right. Uh, unlike most Yankees fans, I'm not really uh, ready to jump off the roof if we do lose uh, Judge. I feel like we need to get better as far as our all-around team. It ain't. And not stop relying on, 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 on one guy's bat all, all the time. And we fall flat on face every year in the, in the postseason. So what good is that doing us? We need to get better as far as, like, uh, you know, bringing Reynolds and keep Ben and or whatever and mm-hmm. get get a Correa or something like that to play short. But we need to do – I'm not saying don't keep Judge. I love Judge. I would love him to stay. Don't get me wrong. But if we don't and he moves on, we need to move on as well. But he doesn't need to make a decision already. There's long, dramatic pause before these athletes make their choices. They're hurting their team that I think wants to keep them because we're not other pieces of falling off going elsewhere when we could be, you know, well, getting our team better. Everybody keeps saying that, Hector. That seems to be a theme here. But who, who exactly is falling off? I mean, we talked about Trey Turner signed on. Yankees weren't getting him anyway. He's, he's going to sign with you. Know, he wanted to play shortstop. No. Yankees seem to have this. But anyway, that's one guy. Like, who else are the Yankees missing out no. on? If, no, I, I get that. I'm just fear of, of, of other ones going other places because I see a lot of trips, you know, people sign here and there. And I'm just afraid that a guy that we might want might go elsewhere before we end up, you know, dealing with other well, people besides. Well, let, let me ask you something. Whose fault will that be if that's the case? Oh, it's the Yankees' fault. Well, right. It's the Yankees' fault. No, especially a guy like Carlos Rodon. I mean, what are they waiting for? Why has it got to be contingent on Judge? What, you don't have enough money for both? And the Yankees reportedly, with Rodon, it is not uh, dependent on Judge. It is, they're in on him. They they want Rodon regardless. And I I would think that's the majority. And let's be real. The Yankees can afford to, 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 to pay Judge and get... Reynolds and get Rodon or whatever. So right, Reynolds is going to be Reynolds is going to be prospects. So that or not prospects, yeah. but yeah, you know the the you know, trade bait guys. So younger guys. And now look, it might be Volpe, it might be I don't know Peraza or both. I don't know what's going to take to get him exactly. But yeah, you're talking about you're not talking about paying in that particular trade. But let's not forget, we need to also get rid of Hicks and, and Donaldson. Man, also the Donaldson's contract is is twenty. I know it's going to be hard to get somebody to get to want that guy, but. Those two contracts. Well, why not? Brian up. Cashman wanted them. The brilliant Brian Cashman wanted Josh Donaldson. Oh, I don't have no idea why. When he was complaining about Correa's, you know, what, what they would cost, but then he went and got a 25 for two years in Donaldson, who's horrible. I don't understand that at all. You're right. You're totally right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, they'll be all right, Hector, and thank you for the call. Other than the, I hate even to use the word intangible stuff, but. Uh, th- Building a team-wise, they should be okay. Are they going to be as good without Judge? I would doubt that. They're going to be different, that's for sure. And maybe that makes them a little bit better as a team. But it's impossible to replace that type of presence and production in the lineup. Not to mention, the you're taking the heart and soul off of this team. It would be a reboot whether you like it or not. Whether they get another star or not, it's a reboot. You're taking... 
the heart and soul out of the Yankees. You could say, yeah, on paper, Correa and Reynolds and whoever else, but the reality is nobody's going to replace Aaron Judge. But as an organization, you should never put yourself in a spot where you're letting a player, a single player, I don't care who he is, hold you hostage and dictate your offseason. Like at some point, you either got to make the big boy choice to say, hey, we're moving on, or you got to let us know now. And then we're moving on. I don't. I mean, so what are you worried about? Are you going to push him away by doing that? You know what? If he's that sensitive and wants to go away anyway, then maybe he didn't want to be here to begin with. But you can't just sit back and be like, oh, well, we're going to wait on Aaron Judge. I don't, I don't know what he's doing. Can't do anything else because we're waiting on Aaron Judge. Like, make you're the organization. Make yourself in control. You take control. And what's the one common thing that Brian Cashman said? Oh, he's running the show. This is his This is his thing. He's the lead horse, or I don't know what the hell he's been saying, but, you know, things like that. This is his show. He's earned it. He's setting the pace. He's the lap leader. Help me out here, Marco. He's the... Yeah, not a horse guy. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't know where you're headed here. He's the horse and carriage guy. Well, like, what do they call somebody who's, like, leading the way? Uh, the front runner? He's the front runner here. <laughs> or is like leader of the pack, like dictating. All right. Um, he's the, like well, like a wolf the pack. The rabbit? So. He's the rabbit in, in the race with the turtle. He's the straw that stirs the drink. What else we got? <laughs> I don't know if any of these fit exactly, but they sound fun. But you're letting Aaron Judge dictate everything. I get it to a certain extent. I'd be like, all right, here's what I would do. All right, Aaron. You know what? We've let you lead this race plenty here. It's time for us to get back in charge. We need a decision. Pronto. What's it going to be? Them or us? I mean, what's the harm in that? It's almost pathetic. The Yankees, like, they're waiting around like we are. And I get that, the media members and fans, we are pathetic. Like, we just want to know the story. And I want content for five hours. I was dying for that story to happen. I mean, it turns out that it worked out anyway. And now I really need him to sign tomorrow because I can't do the same thing again. Anyway, we are pathetic. The Yankees shouldn't be. Brian Cashman and Aaron Boone are just as pathetic as us. What happened? I don't know. Do you hear what happened? I don't know. You're the Yankees. Act like it. You set the tone. There we go. Maybe that's what I was looking for, setting the tone. That'll work. Yeah. You set the tone. What's a lap dog? That's the one that... Is in last if you're a lap dog? Do you know what that is? Lap dog, like in like in like dog racing, fleeks. Is there like I, a? I mean, I thought, look, it's just a dog that's in your lap. It's a small. dog. I was going to say the lap dog. Isn't it, yeah. isn't it like well, well there's it, there's, a, it, there's a rabbit that leads the dog oh. race, doesn't it? Oh, maybe Have they followed a rabbit. Yeah, I think Marco's right. What about like are there dogs that lead horses? <laughs> that sounds wrong. Duh, there are sheep dogs. A sheep dog. So a lap dog is wrong. What the hell's that got to do with horses? That's a good point. I just thought of another animal that's involved <laughs> dogs. What is a sheepdog? <laughs> Hold on. Let me look this up. Let me go this. Lap dog. Yeah, I think the lap dog, I'm with fleeks. I think that's just, you know, the dog that's in your lap like, oh, yeah. on the couch. Jeez, I think you're right. A lap dog is pretty much what it sounds like. A dog who sits in laps. <laughs> Wrong again. 
I really got to look this stuff Some up. Some words before. are tough. You know, yeah. you, how are you going to figure it out? <laughs> that one, usually there's like all these confusing sayings. That one actually is what it is. Yeah, so it's, it's a lap pretty dog. much just, yeah, dog in the lap, yeah. Huh, interesting. Yeah. All right, anyway, I'll figure this out at some point soon. <laughs> we'll get back to your calls on the other side, catch up on anything you might have missed while you're sleeping as I look up some proper sayings here. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.